Uh, otherwise, we are reminding everybody that the brand new year is on the way. And now is a very good opportunity to remind everybody that there are people around the world who are in very challenging situations, many of whom a couple of years ago never thought they'd be in a situation like this. And of course, I'm referring to our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. They have actually set up a specific page for our listeners. They have actually set up a specific page for our listeners, uh, which is officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. Officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. This is the office of the chief rabbi of the Ukraine, Rabbi Moshe Ruvain Osman, who we've spoken to on the air. And as many of you know, um, in addition to the general support um, that uh, that the community needs in the Ukraine regularly during these times, uh, now before Rosh Hashanah, you can imagine how the needs are even greater. And uh, we are encouraging everybody to go to that page and to um, uh, join the campaign. Again, officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum, officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. The executive director of the Office of the Chief Rabbi of the Ukraine is Chaim Klimovitsky. He is with us live via telephone. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. The needs are great, and it's obvious, I mean, anybody who can even think about what our brothers and sisters are going through, as you described last time, it is a really tenuous situation. You're talking about bare necessities in many cases that are, that are needed, uh, and obviously this campaign goes on year-round. But now, as you know, Chaim, uh, Rosh Hashanah is coming, Sukkot is coming, the needs are even greater. How would you describe how difficult it is for the brothers and sisters that we have in the Ukraine to prepare for the upcoming Yontif? Um, it's, it's, uh, first of all, I want to explain the, 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 the importance of, of, of Yomtev and, and, and Rosh Hashanah, and especially now, because the, the Ukrainian Jewish community is, is very, very traditional. Even if many aren't, you know, from and everything, they all come to Shul for Rosh Hashanah and for Yom Kippur. And right now that need, right, when, when you don't know if you're going to live today or tomorrow or your family or what your financial situation is going to be, or if you'll be able to get medications next month, right? You want to find a deeper purpose. You want to find a deeper meaning. You want to find the community around you that gives you that support, right? You want to find that Jewish community that's there to support you. And that's why it's so important, right? Because that spiritual aspect, that spiritual, you know, aspect of unity and bringing Am Yisrael together on, on, on these Yom Tovim is, 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 is something that can enlighten their, their, their next few months of the struggle, right? And that's why it's important and we're focusing a lot on how we can, in this difficult time, when, when the government asks for big, big events not to happen, of a lot of people together for security reasons and other stuff, but working with them on figuring out how we can get the most people together for davening, how we can get the most people together for shared this people who haven't seen each other for months, for maybe a year, for maybe two years, right? To bring them all together so they can share in that and they can give each other chizuk to, to keep moving forward, right? In this difficult time, because just as everyone in America is exhausted listening about this for a year and a half, people on the ground living through this, you know, it's even more difficult. And especially now when many communities are all intermixed, like we're in Kiev and many, many people from our community are, are newcomers, people who are coming from the front lines, people who lost their houses, people who lost everything. They need it the most, right? That, that bringing up together, that believing that, you know, last year was last year and hopefully next year will be a, a, a better year. And we're going to be in, 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 in the Sefer Chaim and the Sefer 
uh, and being healthy and having money and having success, right? So that's why it's so, so important. The, the, the small things, right? When you're living in a regular life, you know, uh, you don't value them so much as when everything is lost. And this is, this is the beam of light in your life. Look, you know what I mean? That, look, that's why this is. Look, if, if we are, if we are in fact believers and we are, uh, that, you know, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur in the beginning of the year is, in fact, an important springboard for the entire year. The type of yuntif ha- one has that, you know, is, is, is going to be very helpful in establishing the type of year one has. And we talk about this all the time, of course, on many different levels. Then, uh, then obviously, if we are believers in that, then we have to understand how important this upcoming yuntif is uh, for our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. You just told us that uh, there are going to be people coming from, uh, not just coming, but have already come from different cities around the Ukraine and are now in, in new areas and the needs I'm sure are, I can't even relate to how these families that have been displaced are dealing with the whole thing. I mean, you, you gave us somewhat of a picture last time about the day to day and that's, and that's all they can live is day to day, right? No one's thinking right now about months in advance, but literally survival. Everyone's just thinking in survival mode. Exactly. Everyone's in a survival mode. It's all about how do we survive? How do we survive the next day? How do we survive the next week? How do we survive the next month? How do we survive this? How do we survive this struggle we're all in? You know, that, that, that's really what it is. And, and, and it's very difficult because people aren't, you know, like they're not dealing with trauma. They're not dealing with their issues. They're not, they're not really looking at a new future. They're just trying to survive. They're trying to keep their loved ones together. They're trying to keep their families together. Many are split and it's, it's very difficult and very complicated, right? There's many men whose women and children are outside of the country. There's men who are, you know, getting, getting before Rosh Hashanah, going to visit wounded soldiers in the hospitals, giving them something uh, safer, giving them some honey, giving them some apples, giving them some light, you know, men who lost their arms and their legs and, 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 and others, you know, and going going to these places and, and logistically it's also very difficult going to the elderly giving them the food kits giving them the Rosh Hashanah kits before Rosh Hashanah to their houses many buildings still have issues with power still have issues with these things and it's going out there and all that infrastructure and logistics and it's 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 very very difficult it's very difficult and the need is tremendous and 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 slowly I mean the Jewish community activities are reviving and more and more you know we have a beautiful youth uh, you know Jewish uh, young leaders program that's growing and other things that are growing women's programming, everything's the Jewish cycle is coming back. And I know we've always been busy, you know, surviving this, but keeping, keep it's coming back and we're investing a lot of energy in it because that's what's needed the most. That's what's needed the most today. That that support and that belief that tomorrow is going to be a better day. And next Rosh Hashanah, next year is going to be a better year where it'll be a happier year and a safer year. You know, like these, this is what the, people need on a tremendous level the volunteers who are distributing money who are distributing food or distributing medicine are they under fire i mean are, are there people now that are servicing our communities on the ground that that are in a very i mean we've seen videos of the chief rabbi and others who literally are under fire as they uh, you know try to try to do what they need to do are, are people in that type of situation now I mean, it, 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 so if you're near anywhere near the front lines, that's your situation every day. You have, you have mortar shells, rockets falling on, on your head every single day, right? You're hearing about death and suffering every single day. And, and it's even more than that. It's like everyone's, even if they're not directly, it's them. Yeah, there are many people are risking their lives. We've had many volunteers who lost their lives, unfortunately, since the start of this conflict, you know, uh, both Jewish and non-Jewish volunteers who are trying to help and trying to, to get this going. But, but, um, 
this is the reality and people are living in it. Even if it's an elderly Holocaust survivor living in their house, they're still on the news. They're still, they're feeling the suffering already for a year and a half. They need that light. They need to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, many leaders don't know how this is going to end. Don't know where this is going to go, but they're, that's where they're coming. They're coming to the synagogues. They're coming to the Jewish community centers to get that right. That's if you're asking me what they're missing the most, that's what they're missing. That community, that belief that, you know, believing in tomorrow's day, that it's going to be a better day, that yeah. the sun is going to rise and they're not going to hear about someone's death. And, and they're not going to be here about someone else losing their house. And then on top, know, and, and, and then on top of that, you're at the mercy of the Russian, uh, I guess, government and troops. Because as we keep reading over here, you, know, you wake up one morning and then they've decided to attack a certain city or a certain area or a certain strategic place. I mean, you, your 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 day can completely change depending on the you know desires of the of the enemy. That just you know a hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, or they bomb a dam which floods thousands and thousands of homes of elderly people who were just living their lives and didn't want any of this mess, right? They just wanted to live their lives, have their families and, and do this. And, and on top of it, the struggle is that until this war, we were a completely self-sufficient community. Like we never had to come to America to fundraise. We never had to share our stories. We never had to share our needs. And now that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to share the needs of our brothers and sisters and saying, listen, guys, these are our proud people. These are strong people. They're going through a difficult time. Let's try to help them survive this. And then, you know, a year from now, hopefully when this all ends and Ukraine rebuilds, we won't need this help anymore, right? This is, a, this is a new thing that happened. It's a very difficult thing. And just explaining those stories and sharing the mission and sharing what these people are trying to, to survive through and trying to live through and how they're connecting together and helping each other out. Like, these are the stories we're trying to, to share to our brothers around the world and sisters, what's going on. Chaim Klamovitsky is with us, Executive Director of the Office of the Chief Rabbi of the Ukraine. Uh, this is now officially part of our Elul Chesed campaign. Food, medicine, money to those in need before Yantiv. That's the bottom line. And those of you out there who'd like to participate, I would hope everybody out there would give something. Officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum. Again, that's officeofchiefrabbi.org slash Nahum, give whatever you can. Do you have the supplies? I know it's never enough money, obviously, because the more money you have, the more people you can help. But do you have a supply chain? Are you able to get what you need for Yontif to distribute? Yes, yes, yes. It takes longer time. It's more expensive. And, and uh, we are working on it. You know, we're, we're working on, on, on that. We're working, you know, but at this point we need help just, you know, to get, to get, to, 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 to secure the locations, to get all the inventory and to get the Sreigim and to get the love into a country, middle of a war, to bring these stuff in, you know, because it's, it's still very, very important to get, to get all these things in, into the country. A lot of the kosher items to get them in, you know, a lot of even the kosher local manufacturing of what's going on isn't really going on anymore. The demand is less. Some of the factories are no longer active, you know, so these are constant issues, you know, just having, you know, kosher food in, inside to, to, to support, like you said, like the logistical issues. These are very, very difficult times. And all of these things are just adding to the extra expenses. Just to, just to understand, like if people were living off a pension or people were living off savings, right? Basic necessities have tripled or quadrupled in price. Right. So just flour, we're talking about grains, we're talking about, you know, just cans of tuna to survive, right? To live off something, to get some protein, to get some nutrients, to get some carbs. The cost for people 
has quadrupled. And if you're an elderly person who saved some money up and, and, and you're getting some sort of a pension, that a pension is a quarter. It used to cover you a month. Now it's a quarter. It covers you the quarter of the month, right? So right. it's figuring that out and getting to the right people, especially to the elderly people who don't even complain. You know, these are elderly people who survived World War II. They survived difficult times. They don't complain. And then the situation gets worse and worse and worse. And then we have to involve medical treatment and others, right? These, these things that you're eating, right? Nutrition is one of the basic things of just keeping us alive. Right. And it's doing that and it's preparing for the school year, getting the new school supplies, getting teachers in. Right. A lot of the teachers who would come from Israel. There was an Israeli program that would send teachers around who would teach Hebrew and teach about Israel. They're not going to Ukraine already for the second year, you know, and, 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 and getting the right teachers in, getting the right infrastructure in, figuring out how to safely the, transport um, kids to and from school the, when the, there's aerial raids and bombs and rockets yeah. falling. Right. The, the, Having the, the bomb shelter in place. These are the, training kids how to get to a bomb. Sh- like these are the things we're preparing for, you know, the September the, uh, Many others the, aren't. The difficulties are endless. That's the bottom line. The difficulties are endless. Yes. Chaim, Chaim, you have a lot of generous people listening right now, as you know. Um, t- tell them how much, uh, uh, how far $100 can go. I mean, there are families that if you knew you could get them $100 before Yuntif, they'll, they'll make it through Yuntif. Like that's, you know, to, to many people here, it's a small amount. Obviously, to some, it's a huge amount, but you get my point. Uh, it's, a, it's a standard donation for many. If someone gives 100 or 100 yeah, so, so- so that's great because you have to say you're giving, you're giving a, you know, your average month for someone to survive is, is, is somewhere between three to $400. Wow. Right. So if you're, if you're giving a hundred dollars, you're covering a big portion of, of their, of their, like, that's a huge gift. That's a huge help, which will really, you know, brighten their, 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 their week, their month and, and really, really help them uh, move along, you know, just, just, just figure things out, you know? So that's why the, every dollar in Ukraine, it speaks much more. So if people can give a hundred dollars, one hundred eighty dollars. That 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 is a substantial help. You know that can help provide medicine for elderly Holocaust survivors. That can help provide food. That can help provide a lot of very very important things. Right, a hundred dollars goes a very long way in Ukraine. All right, everybody out there. Um, we said this yesterday. They are now officially part of our Elul Chesed campaign. You could find the link at nachumsegel.com slash chesed, nachumsegel.com slash chesed. A lot of people this time of year, um, want to give, uh, especially if they know that it's literally going to food, to medicine, to basic supplies, to basic money that a family needs who are in a challenging situation. Now, our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine, they are in a challenging situation. As Chaim said, you know, 18 months later, or whatever number of months it is since the war started, a lot of people, you know, have heard enough about this, uh, understand what our brothers and sisters in, his, in, in the Ukraine are going through, uh, as Rosh Hashanah approaches, uh, give what you can. Literally, give what you can. You don't have to take uh, the recommendation of a hundred. You can give less. You can give more. Give whatever you can. Office of Chief slash Nahum. Office of Chief slash Nahum. Again, it's on our page. If you go to NahumSigel.com slash Chesed, NahumSigel.com slash Chesed, our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine are officially part of our Elul Chesed campaign, which uh, we are going to obviously continue to talk about until we get to Yontif. Chaim Klimovitsky, anything else you'd like to add? Anything important for this audience to know? I would like to. I would like to thank everyone for their support, whether it's financial or whether it's just keeping us in mind and feel us in, in Rosh Hashanah, keeping in mind that there's thousands and thousands of Jews who are going through a very difficult time. And, and just giving them the support, uh, whether it's spiritual, whether it's physical, however they can. And we greatly, greatly appreciate the time and the understanding and, and the love being sent our way. 
Much appreciated. Thanks for your time. Our best to the chief rabbi. I know that uh, you and many others consider him a tremendous hero throughout all of this. And we're going to do our best to support everything that he's doing and everything that all your staff and volunteers are doing. Thank you, Chaim. I hope this is a great success. Thank you so much. Chaim Klimovitsky, Executive Director of the Office of the Chief Rabbi of the Ukraine. It's very simple. The Elul Chesed campaign at the Nahum Siegel Network has a lot of different components. Yesterday we spoke about renewal. We've spoken about other things already. The entire list that continues to build is on nachomsegel.com slash chesed, nachomsegel.com slash chesed. If you want to give straight to our Ukraine page, uh, it's very simple, officeofchiefrabbi.org slash nachom, officeofchiefrabbi.org slash nachom. More coming up. It is a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.